The word of the Lord from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 1 through 10. And our reading will today be from the ESV version of the Holy Scriptures, as read in the latest copyrighted version of the ESV version. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 1 through 10. And the whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these forty years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you, and he let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron, and out of those hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our gospel proclamation is the Deuteronomy passage I finished reading for you and serves as the basis of our Thanksgiving Eve service remembrance. Isn't it worth remembering? Memory. Oh, I hate memory. In fact, that is the reason I never got into the performing arts. I just hated the idea of having to memorize something before I could stand up and speak. Even to this day, I have resisted memorizing sermons for preaching to you. Don't get me wrong. I have a carefully crafted sermon edited mightily for at least a week before you hear it. But I can assure you that the manuscript is right in front of me every time I preach or lead a children's message or give a prayer in public with advanced notice of my responsibility to do so. So when I have to give memory to the students at school for a grade, I'm a very merciful and, quite frankly, an A-giver for the most part. I hate memory that much. And yet, memory is a huge part of the Christian life. And I do have lots of things memorized. Parts of the catechism, hundreds of verses, and worship services with their requisite creeds. So when I say I hate memory, it doesn't mean I never memorize anything. It just means I only do it when circumstances require it 
or for the things that are really super important in my mind. Like the day the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded in the skies in 1986 with a teacher on board for the first time. I remember clearly that I was in 10th grade in Miss Maybe's French class, and I remember my teacher storming out of the room, nearly in tears, saying, I knew this would happen when they sent one of us up. Or the first time I saw Marcy in her wedding dress over 30 years ago. I will never forget her hair, all curly and poofed out, with the poofy shoulder adornments to match, and the grin on her face that said the only thing I needed to know. Do I look good to you? Yes, you did, Marcy. Yes, you did. And when Marcy and I were sitting in our living room, when her contractions were close enough together seven years later to indicate that Micah was on his way, I still vividly remember we were watching the seven-year itch with Marilyn Monroe. Probably not the best movie to be watching in the seventh year of our young marriage, so there is that. And then the first time I saw Matthew figure out the game of baseball. Not that he was playing by the understood rules, but that he understood by studying the game that no one was capable of making a throw and catch to make the out. So he simply kept running and scored an inside the park home run on four overthrown balls and missed catches. He literally changed the rules of the game by beating them at their own rules. We called him Crazy Legs Capel for weeks after that. These are just a few of the memories that I can't shake even when I wanted to. And of course I don't. Because each and every one of them are worth remembering and I will probably bore you with more of them many more times in sermons and Bible studies if you've not heard these memories before. They truly are worth remembering. In our Old Testament lesson appointed for this eve of Thanksgiving worship, God encouraged us to remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you. Now in the case of the Israelites, he meant specifically how he led them in the wilderness, humbling them and testing them as to whether or not they would keep his commandments in their hearts. And that makes sense. What God gave them on Mount Sinai cut in stone with his own finger to instruct them how to conduct themselves as his people was as important in the good times as it was in the most devastating times for God's people. God wants them to know it was worth remembering. And those that did, well, quite frankly, did much better physically emotionally, and above all, spiritually, than those that didn't. When they followed and obeyed God and only made sacrifices to him alone, they prospered and expanded their boundaries, their fortune, and their identity as the people of God. When they subsequently followed after false gods, they lost emotionally, physically, and above all, spiritually, and were carried off into Assyrian and Babylonian captivity. In captivity, when they trusted their faithful pastors like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, 
They were freed from the fiery furnaces, spared the mouths of lions, and physically, emotionally, and above all, spiritually, flourished over their peers who followed the false gods of the Babylonians. For they followed the angel of redemption with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their very Lord Jesus, who was truly the one God who could save anyone from anything, and not the vacant temples filled with false statues of perceived grandeur and success, only offering emptiness. When they remembered the word of the Lord and his commands to eat clean, kosher food, they physically grew stronger and smarter than their Babylonian peers and achieved the heights of culture so great that King Artaxerxes of the later Persian learned from their lesson and gladly listened to Nehemiah and let them go home so they couldn't humiliate his Persian boys like they did the Babylonian boys. False philosophies never liked the competition of truth in their midst. And that is worth remembering. After being repatriated, they fell for the false gods again, and the Greeks came in, but the desecration of the Greeks' abominations in God's holy temple led Judas Maccabees to rededicate the altar to the Lord, and Rome saw their opportunity to take over graciously and let the Jews remember what they wanted rather than what the Lord commanded. But even though they focused on themselves, God the Father remembered what was worth remembering and sent his only son Jesus, who remembered his beloved people so much, he was willing to die for them. And for us, that is worth remembering. So when we think about what we have to be thankful for this evening, we should ultimately be thankful for everything that God said was worth remembering. And when we get through all the good memories, all the bad that we want to forget, and sometimes just wonder what we forgot, remember who remembers you. And that he thought you were worth remembering on the cross, even as he lay dying, when he descended into hell, and when he walked out of the grave alive. He immediately remembered why, and he went to those he loved to show himself alive so they would remember him too, only the way he wanted them to. Our God, our Savior, our Redeemer, who has sent the Holy Spirit, our Counselor, from him and his Father, the Creator. Honestly, I can't think of a single thing worth remembering more than that. Amen. Now may that peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.